Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. O oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pray tithe on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, O oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. This parable is unique to Luke, and it has the characteristic Luke and strong contrasts, heroes and villains. The Pharisee and the tax collector stand at the opposite ends of the social spectrum. The Pharisee stood by himself. That was the very definition of Pharisee. The name Pharisee means separated. Their special righteousness separated them from the common people. Perhaps for that reason, his prayer was all about himself. At the beginning, it would seem to be a thanksgiving psalm, almost like Jesus' prayer. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. But soon enough, <clears throat> we see that it is really about his own accomplishments. He is not slow to put this on show. Notice that he offers no honor to God and makes no request. He is separated not only from others, but from God. When there is emphasis on the separated self, life becomes competition. The eye has to win every race and be better than others. That means <clears throat> that it can never afford to relax and be off guard how difficult life becomes. It is hardly a life at all. 
and it certainly is not life-giving to others. <clears throat> the question is not, am I as good as my fellow men? The question is, am I as good as God? The Bible says, do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves. Philip 2, 3. Not that we dare to class or compare ourselves with some of those who commend themselves. But when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. But we will not boast beyond measure, but will keep to the limits God has apportioned us, namely to reach even to you. Second Corinthians 10, 12, 13. Never compare what we are or what we have with others. This always leads to superior or inferior complexity. When we look at the external level, the Pharisees devoted religious deeds, fasting twice a week, tithing from all his income. All these are virtuous deeds, but his motivation was wrong. He did not come to the temple to honor God, but to tell God what he did. It seems as he would be saying, God, you should be proud of me. I am not like others. He was convinced that he was perfect and complete. He asked nothing from God. He used his virtuous deeds as a patch of his pride. Oh God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. So, it all depends what we compare ourselves with. And when we set our lives beside the life of Jesus and beside the holiness of God, all that is left to say is, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. This is what the tax collector did and returned home justified. The tax collector spoke directly to God, asking for mercy. There could hardly be a more essential prayer. He did not think of himself as complete, needing nothing. A circle is complete. It makes out a small space and it divides it off. It needs nothing from the outside. The Pharisee was such a circle. 
He didn't come out of himself to God, nor, of course, to the tax collector. But the tax collector knew his own incompleteness. He was like a circle with a brick in the circumference. We are at our best when we are open, when we know our need of God and one another. Then something can flow in and out. Through our woundedness, the mercy of God can flow through the world. Prayer must flow from a humble heart, a heart that repents of its sins. The Lord who never despises a contrite and humble heart, Psalms 51, 19, resists the proud and gives his grace to the humble, 1 Peter 5, 5. Let us learn from and imitate the tax collector, his dispositions and his gestures. He stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, O oh God, be merciful to me, a sinner, as Sirach said in today's reading, the prayer of the lowly pierces the clouds. It does not rest till it reaches its goal, nor will it withdraw till the Most High responds, judges justly and affirms the right, and the Lord will not delay. In the beginning of the Mass, as a <clears throat> penitential rite, the priest invites us. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. We come to the church only for one purpose. The church is the meeting us and God, and we come only for this. But our disposition is so important. So saying this prayer, we keep a little silence just to think, to see our interior disposition, and we continue. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Then we repeat the same gesture as the tax collector did. We strike our heart. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, 
all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. What a beautiful prayer if we do it consciously and with a repentant heart. Mother Church earnestly desires that all the faithful should be led to that fully conscious and active participation in liturgical celebrations, which is demanded by the very nature of the liturgy. Dear brothers and sisters, let us come to the Mass well disposed and pray the penitential prayer from the bottom of our heart, fully, consciously, and with repentant, humble, and contrite heart, and we return home justified. God bless you.